0: Oh man, wasn't last night in the rain fantastic? Oh man, I, I did a wedding though, and we were all watching, you know, watching the weather report the whole time, you know, just watching when the rain came, and I think they got through half the reception outside before the rain hit, and then everything changed after that. But uh, man, it's a great day, it's a beautiful day, and excited to be here with you um, as we get a chance just to engage with God and receive from Him, and um, and I don't know about you, but the fall, the church, K2, just like a church, uh, we, we, we kind of go along with the exact same schedule as school. It's like school ramps up and all of a sudden church starts ramping up as well. And I don't know about you, my kids are back in school, so everything's back in the routine. So before all of that happened, right, we had all these house projects. Anybody else have house projects this summer? Got things around the yard, all that kind of junk you're just trying to finish up. I don't know why, it's the season where we try to do that kind of stuff. And I'm about as handy as a foot. You know, I'm like, that is just not what I'm like. But there's a few things I know. In, uh, in one of the projects that Susie and I were working on, we were taking all of, our, all of our kids were in one room, bedroom together. So we switched that out, and Caleb now has his new room with, with a big uh, Kelvin Johnson on his wall. It's awesome. And, uh, and the girls got their room, and they're painted orange and yellow and greens, and it's fantastic. In the middle of that process, we were trying to take apart our bunk beds. And, uh, and I had everything down, right, because I had the right tools, and yet... No matter what I tried, I couldn't get the dumb thing to work. You guys ever had that? So I'm sitting there, I'm doing it, and the whole time, Susie's standing next to me. And after, finally, when I'm starting to get really hot around the collar, she finally offers a suggestion that maybe I should try something different. No! (laughs) Right? I know what I'm doing here, and this should work, this is the right things, and I just stick with it, and I try, and I try, and I I am so sorry, wives, all of you who have to sit and watch us men do that, when we are so determined that we know exactly what we're doing, and yet we can't make it happen, it's so frustrating, And then I was just thinking about parenting. We had a nice little conversation yesterday. We had a little family chat with my kids yesterday because I find myself so often in frustration with my kids saying things like this. How many times do I have to tell you? Okay, I see nods. You guys say that too? Have you ever thought, and it was so funny because when we're parents, so insane, really, right? The point is we're the ones who are all freaked out saying, how many times do I have to tell you? Does it ever occur to you? that maybe we're the ones who are wrong that maybe we're the ones who actually should change what we're doing apparently what I'm doing isn't working you guys heard the definition of insanity right the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result and so what we want to talk about here you guys today uh, we're starting a brand new series we're going to do three weeks on insanity no more insanity no more why is it that we have so many things that we want to see change in our life and yet we don't see the change actually happen and if we just stop for a second and look part of the reason is is because we haven't changed we just keep doing the same things over and over again expecting somehow that we're going to get a different result and if we keep doing that it's going to drive us absolutely crazy a couple months ago i um I keep all my journals and and stuff throughout all my years. And, and for some reason, this one journal entry wasn't in a folder and it was all by itself. And that morning in my own prayer time, I just was, there was an area of my life where I'm just really struggling. So I'm, I'm praying to God and I'm asking for his help and I'm seeking him, all that kind of stuff. And then I go back and I read this journal entry from the year before. In fact, it was almost like the year before. And I was praying the exact same thing. That's frustrating. (laughs) I just put that down and I'm like, Dad it! I was saying the same things before that I am now. Something's not changing. And so before we dive into this message today, I want you to, maybe if you've got your program there and you've got a pen, I would love for you to stop and think about one thing that you can hear right now in your life. What is something that you want to change? Now, don't write down your husband, okay? <laughs> don't write down your wife, because that's insanity right there, right? Insanity. Seriously, when, we, when our whole goal in life is to change another human being, holy, come on, I like that, thank you. That will cause insanity, all right? So anyway, so what I want you to think about, is it, is it relationships? If, you, if, if you're a person who's been in many dating relationships, and they all have seemed to fall apart, maybe in the same way, or something's not working, do you want to see that change? Do you want to see something in your marriage change? Do you want to see something in your parenting change? How about at work? Like, like uh, for me, that this is one of the areas where, in thinking about this message, like for K two and different things about my own leadership, I find that there's areas where I get frustrated about the way I do things or my performance, and it's caused me this week to say, "That's insanity, Dave." Are you actually seeking to change some things? How about in your finances? <laughs> or physically or just get right into your own heart have you lived life way too long with a lack of peace and you're longing for some peace are 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 are, are you struggling because you go to church and 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 you believe and yet you don't feel like you're receiving from god really not just not just theoretically but really receiving from god last year a big one for me was just the ability to love Do you feel like you look at yourself in the mirror and go, wait, why, what is wrong with my heart? Why is my heart not growing more loving? How come if, if Jesus is, is with me and in me and why, why isn't that happening? So anyway, so write it down. What is it? What is the one thing? Cause I want you to think actually very practically today about the one thing that you would like to see changed in your life. What do you want to change? And then let me pray for us. God, we're here today because everything that we read about you in your word is that you come and you make things new. That's what you do. And Lord, we're here before you because we believe, we really do believe that you're the only one who can really bring about lifelong, deep, right, correct change in us. And Lord, you know, the the cool thing is we have things that we want to change, but you even know us better than we know ourselves. And you know what the things are that we could be pursuing and and seeking and finding that will bring about the change in our life that we long for. So God, now I I just want to ask in the name of Jesus that you would just take your word, and that you would make it powerful. God, may we hear from you today. As we we just read your word, may you speak deep to us. And we ask for it in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. For three weeks, we're gonna look at three different things that we need to change, okay? So that we don't live in this insanity anymore. And this is what, I I don't know about you guys, but this is actually very hopeful for me. (laughs) I always get really hopeful when I realize, man, if I've just been doing the same thing and I'm getting the same result, but I want a different one, then there probably is something different that I can do so here's what we're going to do today is we're going to change our pursuit (laughs) that's what we're going to do we're going to change our pursuit because if you've been doing the same thing the reality is probably you've been pursuing the same thing over and over again and one of the first things that hit me in the scripture is god just says hey if you want to change your life then change your pursuit so the first thing we're going to look at here is we're going to pursue wisdom all right and god just makes it very clear pursue wisdom now Wisdom is different than knowledge, you know? Knowledge is very important, but wisdom is knowledge that's applied, okay? Wisdom is like having knowledge and the skill to actually use it. Because there's a lot of people who know a ton, right? But there isn't a whole lot of wisdom, right? You guys remember your college professors? I'm sorry, there are probably some in here. I shouldn't have said that. No, but I'm just... I, I mean, I had some great college professors, but I had others that just felt like, man, they know a lot, but how do you actually apply that? Have you guys ever done that? Have you ever just been learning and learning and learning and learning and learning, and then all of a sudden you go, so what? You guys know that you ever been like, so what? Wisdom is the so what. It's knowledge that actually gets applied. And so as we look at the scriptures today, what we're going to realize is wisdom is divine perspective that's applied to the issues of life. It's divine perspective that's applied to the issues of life. And that's what wisdom is. It's how to live our life. And God doesn't leave us alone on that. All right? So in, uh, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 2 through 3, it says this. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life. Everything we need for life. And godliness, which is kind of what means God-centeredness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. All right, so how do we get this wisdom? Pursue wisdom. Well, first of all, you guys, this is what's great. So Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 says this. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. <laughs> yeah, Chuckle more. That was, that's funny. I mean, th- seriously, uh, you know, cause it's so funny. Cause we were like, I want to get wisdom. Well, how do I get it? Tell me. And, and it's so funny. He says the very beginning here, you want to know how you start doing this? Go get it. Just go get it. And then he goes on and he says this, though it costs all you have. Go get understanding. In other words, the most wise thing that you can do today, and this is all I want to tell you today, is go get it. Pursue it. It's yours for the hat. That's what I'm realizing, you guys. I'm, we're just, we are so bombarded today, especially with the internet and the access to the, you know, we are in the information age, right? We have so much stuff out there that could be helping us live our life. But God just says, here's the deal, you guys. You want to know how to live? Do you want your life? to really be everything that i created it to be then go get it just get it all right so change your pursuit now let's look at proverbs chapter 2 and he's going to talk about this let's let's break this down a little bit more by the way if you've never really read the scriptures or don't really understand the bible the book of proverbs in the old testament it's kind of right in the middle is a book of wisdom that's all this solomon Solomon was a king, and he asked, God asked him, Solomon, you're going to be king. I'll give you anything that you want. And Solomon asked for wisdom. And God was so pleased with that that he said, I'm going to give it to you in spades. You are going to understand life like nobody else. So he wrote, and others wrote, these proverbs for us. I'm telling you, if you're trying to just get some practical sense about how God, wisdom, how God's perspective can come into your life, man, read proverbs. Here's what's cool, too. There's 31 of them. So one of the things that people have said is, you got one a day. You can, actually, you can actually just grab a proverb, whatever day it is. And sometimes I'll do that. Like, today is the second, right? You just, oh, look at that. Proverbs chapter 2. Now, oh, here we are. So, ah, so you, just, you just read the proverb for the day, all right? But let's look at this one, starting with verse 1. My son, if you accept my words and store up treasure, store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding... Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. You'll find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just. He protects the way of the faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and what is just and fair. Every good path. And I love this. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Guys, this is, this is just beautiful stuff. So what I want you to think about, I'm going I'm to kind of just walk through these things again with you. And I want you to think about the area that you would like to see some change. Again, do you, see, do you need to see some changes in your marriage or in your dating relationships or in your parenting? Do you need to see changes in your finances? Do you need to see changes in, in, in your work? and how It's just whatever it is that right now you're sitting there going, this just ain't working. Look at what God says to us. Look at and see what he says are the results. If we'll actually get it. If we'll actually change our pursuit and go after this. And starting off with verse 5, he says, you will understand the fear of the Lord. There's another place when the scripture just says that the fear of the Lord is actually the beginning of wisdom. And what that means is, the fear of the Lord means that God is so amazing and so powerful and so beyond you. He's so incredible that actually you realize that there's an, the right thing in essence is to fear him. But what you do when you fear him is you humble yourself to him. And once you humble yourself to him, now you're actually in a place where you'll listen to him. And so as you, as you get this, you'll finally, and once you are in a place where you're listening to him, all of a sudden things start to make sense. So he says, you'll understand the fear of the Lord. You'll find, you guys, you will find the knowledge of God. I, I, I mean, this is where I just want to just kick myself. I can't believe how many times I'll sit there and I'm so frustrated with how I'm living my life. And here's God saying, got it all. I've got it all. I have all the answers. I have everything you need for life. What are you doing? Same thing over and over again. What? Why? You guys, you can find the knowledge of God because he gives wisdom. He will give divine principles that when applied will help you know how to live your life. In the book of James in the New Testament, he just says, if anyone lacks wisdom, ask God. Ask God and he will give it generously to you without finding fault. God wants to give you the wisdom what do you need? God's there to give it to you. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And then look at this. He holds success in store for the upright. I mean, in the, you know, lots of times, it's, you know, we, we're the last people here. We're not going to teach prosperity gospel. You know, it's not like, hey, follow God and you'll be rich, right? Just give us a little bit of money and we'll, you know, we're not going to do that kind of stuff. But God does say in the Proverbs, listen. I do. There is there are successful, there are ways that lead to successful living, and there's ways that don't lead to it. There just are. Ask me about those. And then he's a shield to those whose walk is blameless. He guards the course of the just, he protects the way of the faithful ones. You guys, look at these results. You and I, today, on whatever issue it is in this life that you need help on, he says, You will understand what is right and just and fair. You can know every good path for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. You guys, I I don't know what you came in here needing today, but the Bible is saying God's got it for you. He's got it for you. There's everything that you need. And he's saying it's right there. So how do we get it? <laughs> Look at this. So then we go back to verse 1 through 4, and he says this is how you get it. The first thing he says is you got to accept my words. <laughs> you got to accept my words. So last week, that's kinda, I was doing, kind of doing a preamble, actually, for this whole series last week, because we talked about that, where, where the Bible just tells us again very clearly, you don't live on bread alone, but you live on every word that comes from the mouth of God. That God's word coming to you, if you take it and ingest it and make it a part of your life, he says, if you'll do that, then you're going to live. So the first thing he says is every, every Sunday, when you're here, every time you read or open the Bible, we are going to present to you God's word. And he says, if you will accept my words. So you got to do that. Then he says, store up my commands within you. And that, that store up means to treasure. It's the actual word for treasure treasure my commands within you, store them up, get them inside of you. And and I think what he's saying there is if you will actually take everything that I've got and get them inside, this is why lots of times people will say, you got to actually memorize some scripture. If you want to have scripture is like the sword. Okay. And if you've memorized it and a situation comes up in your marriage in your parenting with your finances at work and you don't know what to do. If you've memorized his scripture, if you stored it up inside of you, it's like, you got a weapon. (laughs) And you can actually know what to do. So that's one of the things you got to do. Turn your ear to wisdom. What you're doing right here. Way to go. Apply your heart. That's interesting. I I was like, what is apply your heart? In another translation, it meant to concentrate. That's how they translated it. So basically saying, listen, you're going to receive all this stuff. Concentrate on it. But actually, what the word in its Real, just general meaning. It means to stretch out your heart. Incline your heart. It also means to bow. So somehow it's just like, your, what you need to do with your heart, what I need to do with my heart when I hear God's word is I need to take my heart and go, bring it on. Bring it on. And so every Sunday when you sit here, it's like if you, if you don't apply your heart, if you don't stretch out your heart, if you're like this with your heart, okay, and God's word comes, then it doesn't really help. But man, if you're like, I want to know it. That's what that's saying. Give your mind to it. Open up your heart to it. Indeed, he says, now here you go. Call out for insight. Cry aloud for understanding. Ask for it, in other words. Get it out. Ask for it. Cry out. And I, I, I just, I've said here before that in 25 years of doing ministry within the church, I will just say that this one right here is one of the biggest ones that I don't see many people do. They're struggling. Their life is struggling. Their relationships are falling apart. And instead of going, help! We just keep it in and we try to work on it our own. And we don't. We're stuck in our own little worlds and we're totally missing out. And God is saying, cry out. Cry out to Him. Ask Him, as we'll get here in a minute. Cry out to others. You guys find out. It's there for you. What you need is available to you. It's awesome. And then he says, look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure. You know, there are so many things that we give our life to. And there are so many things we give our time to. It's been one of the biggest (laughs) things I I feel, again, the tension in me that I need to work on personally. I can sit there and I can complain and I can be frustrated about how certain things are going on in my life, but if I look and see how I'm spending each day, am I ever seeing the wisdom that could change my life as something that's so worth pursuing, I'm going to go after it as if it was a treasure, as if it was silver, as if it was gold. How many of us are going after the silver and the gold? How many of us are given our time and our energy and our talent so we can have the stuff because we think that's what's going to make us live? And yet, how many of us go after wisdom that way? How many of us are going after understanding that way? How many of us are going to God and saying, give me the answers to help me with my life? Now, here's the key about wisdom. Don't forget this. Wisdom is knowledge what? Applied. See, you have to be very careful not to gain a bunch of head knowledge and then not do it. That's not wise. In fact, Jesus goes, the foolish man is the one who heard my words and didn't put them into practice, right? The wise man is the one who heard my words and put them into practice. Then when the storms came, his house stood firm. The one who heard my words didn't apply them. The storms of life came and everything fell apart. Now, this is why it's really important when you look back at these verses, when the Lord says... um, in verse 7 it says he holds success for who? Can we throw that yeah who's he, who who gets the success? The upright. Who's he a shield to? Those whose walk is blameless. He guards the course of the who? The just and he protects the way of who? See, see, that is so important to understand because we like, we just sit there and we go, man, I want the success and the shield and the guarding and the protect You know, I want all that kind of stuff. What God is really saying is, is if you are upright, then you've t- taken my ways and you're walking in them. If you're blameless, then you're doing the things that I'm actually telling you to do. If you're just, God's all about making sure that there's justice through our lives. If you're faithful, see what God is saying right there is those are the people who are wise. And if you actually live on my word and apply what I do, then the result is you're going to experience me. And if you're walking with me, I'm going to watch over your life. So interesting, John Maxwell has this quote. He says, as you begin changing your thinking, okay, start immediately to change your behavior. As you begin changing your thinking, start immediately to change your behavior, and I just want to tell you, in the American church, this is one of the biggest things we need to hear. As soon as you hear something that's new, something that's challenging you, something that's from God, immediately start the behavior. Because that's the only way that you'll actually start to see the change and get out of the cycle. Now, how do we do this? <clears throat> how do we pursue wisdom? All right? Let me just, let me just give you a few ways. Um... Some, if, you, if, you, if you've been here at K2, again, I'm just going to hit them hard one more time. The number one way that you personally could find out God's wisdom on whatever it is that you want changed in your life is to grab a Bible and start reading it. The number one way the Bible is chuck full of all that God has for us for this life to know. And, and I, just, I just can't tell you enough how many times he has shocked me as I've taken his word and prayed beforehand and said, God, you know what I need to hear even more than I do. Please stir within me. Help, give me, I, I ask, give me ears to hear. Give me eyes to see. And you guys, I am amazed at how God will say, David, right there is the wisdom you've been looking for. And so I just want to encourage you. And specifically on what we're talking about today, one of the best things you could do is say, you know what? I'm going to read a proverb of day. I'm going to read a proverb of day. I want to know how God lives his life. You guys grab the Bible. It's it's there. See, and this is where one of those things where it's like, when we sit there and we go, how come I'm not experiencing God more? How come I'm not having victory in my life? How come I'm not? And part of my, my, one of my first questions is, do you spend any time with him? Do you spend any time with him? Well, not really. Okay. See, that's insanity. I want to experience God deeply. I wanted to hear him speak to my voice, but I'm not going to actually spend any time with him, man. Change that pursuit, pursue him and pursue him in his word. Here's a second thing. Pray, pray. Now, apparently a lot of people pray. How many of you pray? Okay. Y'all pray. Cool. So, um, but let me just encourage you with this one. When you pray, and I shared this a little bit about four or five months ago I was praying and I had all these questions for God you guys ever have questions for God? so I'm, i and I write my prayers out because I can't stay focused if I don't so I'm on my computer and I'm just like God why this and why this and why this and then all of a sudden out of left field this is how God I believe speaks I, would, I was not coming up with this thought I was asking questions and out of left field all of a sudden I feel like I hear God say would you like me to answer any of those? how many of you ever listen when you pray? See, we're too busy going, man, here's my grocery list. Period. Amen. Bring it on. And the reality is, you guys, what we have got to do is we've got to learn to listen. And I, I tell you, you're like, how in the world? That's a whole nother message. But I will say this. You just sit Quietly. And you'll sense, is there, is there an impression on your heart? Is there, an, is there an idea that comes to your mind? Like that one. I was not thinking that. Or is, it, will there, is there a thought that all of a sudden will come and it feels like it comes out of left field? God's spirit will speak to your heart and to your mind. So get into his word. Let him speak to you. He will speak. He, well, in other words, how could you do James 1 if God isn't going to speak to you, right? Because he says, if you need wisdom, ask me for it. So if you ask him for it, he's got to be able to tell you, it, Right? He wants to, all right? Here's the third thing. I call it get some wise counsel. How do you pursue wisdom? Get wise counsel. I call these people, people who love you, but they love Jesus more, okay? Because there's way too many people who love you and they have a great, wonderful plan for your life. You gotta be careful of those people because they'll actually give you their wisdom. But you gotta find people who really do love you, but they love Jesus more. And when you go to them, they are the ones, when that's where sometimes I just, man, I'm telling you, I seek people all the time i remember my brother-in-law told me it's like the more you learn about god the more you realize you don't know seriously and so who do you go to <laughs> man i've got speed dials just a few key people in my life find out who they are but you know what's what's wild even right now if you're like man i don't know if i know anybody's personally there's so much material out there you guys there are podcasts and books and there, there's so much wisdom For us to receive, and and this is part of my challenge, about even some of the areas I want to grow as a pastor, as a a grow, as a leader. I'm like, there are guys writing stuff who are way far beyond me. And I'm just, I'm like, change my pursuit, Dave. Change it. Start gleaning the wisdom that's out there, okay? It doesn't have to even be somebody you know personally. There's amazing people of God who've walked ahead of you, and they're writing to it. They're telling you, grab it. Now at K2, I also want to let you know of a few things that we're offering here because we want to help you. How, how can we do this? The first one we're offering is called Men's Fraternity. And uh, man, I tell you, I, this, we, we did this this last year and we had every guy I talked to just said this was phenomenal for him. And, and so we're going to offer it again this year and you can sign up today. And we're going to offer it at three different times because we want to try and hit everybody's schedule. 6 a.m. on, on Wednesday morning, 7 p.m. on Wednesday night and 7 a.m. on Saturday morning, okay? The table's out there. You guys can sign up. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I want to encourage you. I'm going to do it because I just I want to experience this. I just want to see this. So if you're a guy and you go, dude, I don't know how to be a husband. If you're a guy and you go, I don't know how to be a dad. I don't know how to be a man of God. If, if you ask any of those questions, we, offer, we are going to offer a material that's been used all around the nation that people are finding. Go for it, Okay? This, is, this would be change your pursuit, men, and run after this puppy. All right? Second one is a thing called break free. And break free is a group that really is just saying, do you have habits? Do you have hang-ups? Are there things in your life that you've never been able to get over? Anybody got any of those? <laughs> so we all do. But some for some of you, you know, it just seems like there's some deeper roots that are just, you just can't get over. Break free break free and we've had these groups going on now for a couple years so we have two new women's groups that'll be starting um, uh, on september 25th and october 4th and we have a men's group that'll be starting on october 10th so if you'd be interested in that again right here here's a chance to say you know what, i'm gonna change my pursuit what i've been doing isn't working here's something new i'm gonna go after it number three is uh the study of the book of acts and we're and, and the book of acts is the first book after the story of jesus and it's really the story of how did this whole movement of christianity start how did it expand how did it go from just a few little guys in jerusalem to something that went all over the world and for some of you you're just sitting there and you're going man i just don't understand the bible well and i need to grow in some things this is yours right there change your pursuit got some biblical stuff for you the fourth one is bridges And Bridges is is a great curriculum. We actually went through this um, uh, as people uh, before we moved out here, because we just wanted to say, you know what? I don't, to be honest with you, I don't understand the Mormon culture that well. I I don't understand the Mormon faith that well. And you guys, there's no way that we can live in Utah and honor God and not love our culture. And so, just want to encourage you. If if there's a way that if you just feel like, you know what, I would love to know how to love my neighbors. I'd love to know what is it that we're different about? What, what is this all about? Bridges would be for you. And the last one is Financial Peace University. And this is the one you guys were, I'm telling you, I, I, our, I, again, you just need to take this. I, I tell you, I, there's so much frustration. Talk about, I don't know how many times I looked at Sue's when the, when the visa bill would come and go, how did this happen? Right? And I just kept doing, we just kept doing the same thing and the same thing, and it just got worse and worse. Man, if you're struggling, then get over here and sign up for financial peace. All right? So there you go. Some very practical things. And here's the last thing. As a band comes out and begins to take us into worship, I heard uh, John Maxwell also said this. He said, people won't change unless they heard enough that they have to or they learn enough that they want to or they receive enough that they're able to. And the coolest thing, you guys, about pursuing what I shared with you today is if you pursue Jesus, if you pursue him, the Bible tells us that all the treasures, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are in him. They're in him. He knows everything about this life. So we're just going to take some time right now and just to say, okay, you know what? What? I'm going to choose today. You have a decision to make today. And here's your choice. I'm going to choose today to follow after Christ. I'm going to choose to believe that I will live by every word that comes from his mouth. And I'm going to change that pursuit. I'm going to make it the biggest thing that I give my life to. And so as Mike leads us in this and the band leads us in this, let's just prepare our hearts to say, you know what, God, I'm going to change. And I'm coming after you. Let's do it together.